0: Think of it as a circle. Everyone is working for the circle. Forget org charts, forget hierarchies. Build a business where the team is so bought into the vision. You all work for the vision. I don't work for Voda. I don't work for me. You don't work for me if you work at Voda. We work for the Voda vision. That's it. And people can feel that. Welcome to the I Fired My Boss Franchise Podcast. My name is Dan Claps, founder and CEO of Franchise Playbook a franchisor platform where we create, own, and operate dynamic franchise brands in the mobile services space. my life's goal is to help people just like you fire their boss and become a business owner. And I'm Christian Dadalak, top franchise consultant and co-founder of Real Franchising, a leading franchise consulting firm. And together, we're on a mission to help people fire their boss, hire themselves, and live the American dream through franchise ownership. Welcome to another episode of the I Fired My Boss podcast. Excited to do a solo episode here today. Dan Claps, your co-host and CEO of Voda Cleaning and Restoration. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about building a team centered around core values. And we're going to be talking about how to be extremely intentional around your core values. You know, when I got my start in business, I thought this idea of core values was a little bit of like mumbo jumbo corporate nonsense that really didn't matter. And what I've learned over the years is that the more that I align my team, my franchise partners and my business decisions and my personal decisions around core values, the more I see success and the more I see a continuity between like this, this team of people that are all rowing in the same direction because we all share the same values. You know, I want you to think about what makes a great relationship. Typically, a great relationship is based on sharing similar values. And so, what I found is that core values in an organization is so important. So, to give you an example, at Voda and a franchise playbook, we have core values centered around grit, which in our acronym stands for guts, resiliency, intensity, and tenacity. You know, grit is the number one determinant of success in our opinion. So, grit it's a very high on our core values list. We need people that are part of our team. And franchise partners that show grittiness, that have grit, have urgency, and want to get things done. The second is being a student in the game. So we look for people that are a student of the game. that lifelong learners. They're forever educating themselves. They're reading books. They're listening to podcasts. They're working on their emotional control. They're working on their EQ. They're working on their financial acumen. They're working on themselves overall, in general. I say always, all the time, business is the ultimate development, self-development program. Never ends. It's 24-7. It's a sport that you're playing all the time. And we look for people that are constantly improving, wanting to improve themselves. They're a lifelong learner or what we call a student of the game. We also look for people that are transparent to a T. Being transparent to a T means all the time you're transparent. There's no surprises. Transparency is about being candid with people, which leads us to a core value centered around caringly candid in the huddle. What that means is being caringly candid. What does that mean? To be caringly candid means you can be candid with someone because you care. I can be candid with you because I care about you. I can tell you when you're doing a great job, but I can also tell you when you're maybe not living up to the best version of yourself. And the same goes for me if someone says it to me. To be caringly candid is a great way. We preface when we're about to tell someone something not so great. Hey, do you mind if I'm being caringly candid with you? And, you know, Drew Brees says it best. The best teams he ever played for with the teams that loved each other the most. So you can't just be candid. You got to care about each other, get to know each other on an emotional, personal level. And then you're going to be candid and you're going to have tough conversations. You know, I know when I look at someone joining Voda as a franchise partner, if they're not able to have tough conversations, it's never going to work. It's so important that people have the ability to have caring but candid conversations. We look for people that go the extra mile. Going the extra mile means... You know, when no one's looking too, you're going to go the up above and beyond. You know, one of the reasons Voda is successful and has over 2000 five star reviews is even when a customer's not complaining, if there's something wrong that we sense could be done better, we make sure to improve it. We go the extra mile even when no one's looking. You know, you need to figure out in your business and your team what your core values are. Typically, there must also be adaptable. Being adaptable is very important. You know, figuring out your core values is important. And then, Hiring around them is super important. And what you want to do is you want to interview people and look for examples of the core values and make sure that they match them. When you're hiring people, I highly advise you to follow the beer and barbecue test. So I always say, if we're going to hire someone on our team, or we'll bring them on as a franchise owner. Could we have a beer at a barbecue with them? Would you want to hang out with that person? Do you want to be friends and have you know, conversations and, and work together. And if you can't have a beer at a barbecue with the person, chances are you're not going to make great teammates, not going to make great friends. And you're not going to have the ability to connect on a level where you need to. Leadership comes from having the ability to connect with people. And so if you find that you're not connecting with someone you're looking to hire, perhaps it's not a fit. Now, I'm not saying everyone in your organization has to be the same and everyone's going to be, a you know, a extrovert who's charismatic. That's not the role of every you know, position in a company. But it's important that there is some level of connection on values and some level of connection on, you know, on on a personal level where you're going to get along and you're going to work well together. Another thing that I advise when hiring people is hire the people that are going to lead a department and then allow them to hire the people that are going to work for them. Meaning, if I'm going to hire a sales director or VP of sales, I'm going to allow them to hire their team. There's no reason for me to get in the way of that. It's their team. The marketing team is the marketing team. The operations team is operations team. The Legal team is the legal's team, right? You as a CEO, your job is to get out of the way, put the right people in the room and get out of the way. And, you know, if you want to become a business owner, and become a CEO, what you have to realize is you have to basically, you have to forget everything that you've learned Everything that got you to here, the hustling and the doing and the tasking and the grinding is actually the opposite of what you need to do as a CEO. I'm not saying you're not going to work hard, I'm not saying that you're not going to have tasks and be task-oriented, but the CEO has to go in the backyard and frankly shoot the hustler in the head for the CEO to emerge, meaning you have to kill the hustler in you. There's a great book out there called What Got You Here won't get you there. It's a book I had to read because I realized that my success came from doing, and gritty, and making it happen. And as I've learned to lead my organization with Voda and Franchise Playbook, that is not what's going to get us to the level we want to get to now. It's not what's going to do it. What's going to do it is me being able to see the vision clearly, paint it in a picture that people can understand, build it big enough that their visions can fit within it, make it a clear, concise vision that people are all bought into and rowing in the same direction toward and make sure that I'm blocking and tackling and clearing obstacles that are added in the way. You've heard me say it before. A good CEO, their job is five things. cast division, secure buy-in, provide resources, hold people accountable, and be a cheerleader. Everything comes into those five. And the more that you focus on those five and less on the nonsense, the more focused and successful you're going to be. You need to have a clear, concise vision. You need to have a clear, concise vision that everyone understands. It's written down in your organization. It's said over and over. People don't hear it. You got to say it again and again and again and again until people really can physically see it in their mind's eye, the clear vision that you have painted, that they are bought into and that they believe in as much as you do. That alone is a tough job. Being an evangelist for, for something like that is a job in itself, painting a clear picture for people right and so it's super important that you understand that one part of your job as the ceo is to just continue to paint the vision again and again and again and again and again and so it's important that you communicate that vision you want to communicate it in writing you want to communicate it in voice memo You want to communicate it in video. You want to have it plastered on your company's walls. You need to have it, you know, just essentially all over the organization again and again and again and again and again. You know, for example, Franchise Playbook, our mission is to empower entrepreneurs to think bigger. Everyone in the team knows that. They know our goals revenue-wise. They know our goals profitability-wise. They know our goals for how many franchises we want awarded by 2024 and by 2025. They know the bite-sized chunk out steps that we have to do for the 10-year goal, the five-year goal, the three-year picture, the one-year goal, the one-month goal, the one-week goal, the daily goal. We all have a number. We're all accountable. Everyone in the organization is. And these are the ways that you're going to get everyone rowing in bite-sized pieces, rowing in the direction to that long-term goal. So I can't stress enough, when you build a team where everyone gets it, wants it, has the capacity to do it, they're all a good teammate. They fit in the bus. They're in the right seats on the bus. They share the same core values. They share the same vision. They share the same desire. You know, I'll give, you an example, but majority of people on the team, they've owned a business. They have a business owner's mindset. That's important to us. You know, we look for people that have a business owner's mindset that are going to treat Voda like their own company. And when we hire people, we look for that type of thought process. And when I'm interviewing people, I'm looking at the way they're thinking, not necessarily how they're answering or what they're answering to questions. questions. When you're leading your company, you need to understand that you need to cast that vision, communicate it in a clear, concise way over and over and over and over again. And then you need to also be communicating it through writing, through video, through messages, through one-to-ones with your team. You need to secure the buy-in from the teammates. Then you need to provide the resources to help them win, to help them achieve that goal. Then you need to hold them accountable. Everyone has a number. You hold people accountable to their goals. And you need to be a cheerleader. People in this day and age are starving for compliments. Take the time to congratulate your team on a core value when they did something great, when they've exemplified a core value, when they went the extra mile, when they took that weekend day to get something done, when they had urgency, when they had grit. Little things. Take the time to celebrate. Take the time to sit with your team, have great bread, have dinner. I invest a lot of money into time with the team. People think I'm crazy. I know that my number one skill is to build culture. And I build culture by investing in the people. The greatest asset of a company is its people. A company is simply an organization of great people. LinkedIn, Google, Facebook, whatever company. All they are is a great business model. And then a collection of great people building something together, building a collective vision. When you understand that you want to build a big company, your vision is not your vision, it is the company's vision. It is the company's vision and the company is its own living, breathing entity that is running itself and growing in its own way because your team all believes in that greater vision. Think of it as a circle. Everyone is working for the circle. Forget org charts, forget hierarchies. Build a business where the team is so bought into the vision. You all work for the vision. I don't work for Voda. I don't work for me. You don't work for me if you work at Voda. We work for the Voda vision. That's it. And people can feel that. You know, I haven't taken a paycheck out of this business one time because I'm working for something beyond money. We're working on a vision. We believe we're doing something better than anyone else. And we're going to change lives through it. And that's what people are compelled to do and work at. And so what I advise you as you're looking, if you're looking at owning a business, if you want to run a business semi-absentee. I highly advise that you understand that that means you're not in the day-to-day, you're not cleaning floors or painting houses or whatever the business is, but you are highly engaged with your team. You're highly engaged with building relationships. You're aggressively marketing. You're getting out there. You're shaking hands. You're going to B&I. You're going to Chamber of Commerce. You're going to networking events. You're never eating lunch or meals alone. Great book out there, by the way, Never Eat Alone. And you're getting relationships you're winning relationships, you're recruiting people, you're holding people accountable, you're building a culture, you're putting on team events, you're checking the KPIs. There's a lot to do in running a semi-absentee business. But when your team sees that you're there in the morning, that you're there for their calls, that you're responsive, they're going to they're gonna work harder for you. So when you're building a team, center everything around core values. Paint a vivid picture for your team and communicate it in a clear, concise way over and over and over via email, text, video. And hold people accountable to that vision. Make it where this team is so bought in on the vision. They're not working for you. They're working for the vision. You're fired. If you want to say those words to your boss, make sure you head on over to i fired ifiredmybosspodcast.com and fill out the form to schedule a no-cost consultation. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend who might also want to fire their boss.